My 112 CD blast, I was past. She came twice, I came last, roll the grass. She giggled, saying I'm smoking. <laughs> As big of a Justin Timberlake fan as probably anybody that you know. That's hot. I like that. I'm a huge Beyonce fan. It's nonstop. Just vibes. Speaking of virus, I uh, might sound a little funky this week. I caught a cold from my girlfriend, who I love, but she passed along a cold to me on uh, Valentine's Day weekend. Thanks, babe. Um, So I'm a little stuffy, um, but I'm feeling all right. I'm ready to get after it because, Chase, we got an exciting topic today. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm not expecting to cover this in... uh, to completely cover this topic uh, in one show, I think we could go on and on about our favorite karaoke jams. I agree. And um, I don't want to get too formal. You know, I don't want to do a countdown uh, top 10 or anything like that. I really just want to bullshit. I just want to throw, throw songs back and forth, you know, the way you and I always do and uh, just give people a glimpse into what a normal, what a normal, conversation between us would look like um so yeah i mean we're we're talking karaoke one of the biggest things that i miss one of the things i miss the most is going to karaoke with oh, the God, yeah. and just watching people act a fool like people after a few drinks you know there are some people who will get on stage and just let it fall out and you see kind of a different side to people when they're at the karaoke bar Oh yeah, me included. I'm I am one of those people. But that's also you can learn a, especially like there's certain people that have a go-to song and I, it just like it you can just tell who those type of people are. And I have a, a like a leading question for a lot of people, what's your go-to karaoke song because I think it tells a lot about that person. Yes. Some people can't answer it. Some people have one right off the rip that they're just ready to go. And sometimes it's funny because it's a so, like sometimes it's a song that you would never ever think about in a million years. <laughs> somebody getting up there and singing that song. Yeah. So I'm excited to get into it. Just uh, put a couple. I put a, a list together in in no order whatsoever. But some yeah, of these here. aren't necessarily like songs that I would like sing karaoke per se. But it's songs that I know every single word to. Yeah. Um, that was a, a main requirement, I think, when putting together my list. These are, are songs that more or less they're crowd favorites. You know, you're going to get a reaction from, from a good group of people at the bar. You know, it's not some obscure song that you just happen to love that nobody else has heard of. Right. Um, that goes That comes into play. Uh, the ability to know every single word and not have to read along actually on the screen. Um, you know, all of us forget a word here and there and, and could use the reminder, but you shouldn't, uh, if you're up there singing karaoke, you should know the words. It plays for your stage presence huge when you know all the words. 
Absolutely. And that's, uh, that's kind of another aspect to it. Like some people just get up there and, and sing. Some people are showmen. <laughs> yeah. Some people really turn it on. And like I said, you can see a different side to people. Um, I guess let's just start off with the go-to. You're, you're at the bar. Somebody's pressuring you. You lose a bet. You have to go sing. Not that you're one that needs to be pressured, but what's sure. your go-to? Uh, my go-to, you know this, you should know this, fly me to the moon. Yeah. That is my, that is my number one. The last time that I sang karaoke, which was probably four months ago in a basement at my friend's house, I sang this not once, but twice. (laughs) And, and we also sang this at Drew's wedding unprompted. You, me, and Drew. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. I kind of lost you there, but I'm back with you. Absolutely, I remember. Yeah. Um, that, was, uh, that, was when I, that was when I decided. Like, that, that's just my song forever. And it was just out of the blue. Just like, hey, let's – I need, I need Mitch and Chase to come up here real quick. Um, I, I wanted to – I don't even remember if he dedicated the song or whatever the fuck he did, but we yeah, went up I don't, there I don't know. and had no idea. And then he just started breaking in, like, into the song, and we just followed. Yeah, that was um, – I mean, there's a great photo of us singing that song. And, yeah, that's uh, a great memory that's etched in my brain for sure. I'll post it on the Twitter. The first time, though, the first time that came up, I'm sure you remember, at Luke's in Bluffton – yeah i just kind of took over that wasn't even a karaoke night no you literally walked up to the band playing and they were in like i don't know if they were in between like sets or it was an intermission but you just walked up i need that video who has that somebody oh man it's gotta be me tincher or drew yeah and if it is it's on one of my old phones and I'll I'll see if I can go back into like my old MacBook and see if it's on there. I bet Drew might have it. But yeah, that was, they knew any Sinatra and launched into it. That was incredible. That was that was one of the that is that's the most legendary thing you've ever done. And you've done a lot of cool and funny shit, but just in context, that was five years ago. Uh well. Like ten days ago, yeah, we just, the yeah. five year anniversary. No, it was last <laughs> week. It was last Monday. Last, yeah. Because <laughs> I sent you the screenshot of the tweet from that night too. Just yeah. uh, a, a great night all around, and it really, um, I don't know, kind of laid the not laid the foundation, but it's a it's a seminal moment in our friendship. But I bet Drew oh. does that video. Um, oh yeah, we'll have to ask him. Yeah, man, that's that's one of my proudest moments. Just uh, getting on stage and ripping ripping some Sinatra. <laughs> Unsuspecting <laughs> people at the bar. Oh, um, my go-to is and uh, Frank Sinatra as well. Um, but I don't know. I I see. It's tough to say a real go-to. I think if I had to pick, mine would be "Fly Me to the Moon" as well. But I could also do Come Fly With Me, The Best Is Yet To Come, uh, Luck Be A Lady is a good cool. one. 
And yeah, I could go pretty deep on Sinatra. Um, I think that's one of those, it plays to the older crowd, obviously, and the people who um, are a little more cultured. (laughs) But I haven't ever sang that anywhere and not gotten good feedback. People love it. Exactly. And it kind of sets the tone because there are some people that come into karaoke and just do, they're just shit face drunk and they just come in and do some like off the wall, crazy shit. And everyone just sits there and they're like, what is this guy doing? This is a good bass layer. So you go up because if you're anything like us, we're going to sing like three or four times. If we're at a karaoke bar, we're going to do it all night. I'm doing a three song set if I'm doing sure. So I'm not yeah. one and done. I'm not going to do two. I'm good, I'm good for three songs. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this is a good bass layer to kind of get everybody on your side. Like, all right, this guy, he's not an asshole. He's going to he's gonna pick a good song and I'll pay attention and, and we'll sing along. But if you come in hot with some just random shit, you're not going to have you're not going to have the ears and the, the crowd behind you for the next two. So you got to set the tone and this is the perfect one. The best example of some crazy shit that nobody's into during karaoke, the best example I can come up with is at Luke's, actually, same bar in Bluffton, Ohio. Um, Some guy got up there and started singing, let the bodies hit the floor. Yes. And it was a sight to behold, unlike anything I have ever seen. Nobody knew how to react because it's like, is this guy unstable do we need to leave like what's going on and he started screaming like that that's a screamo song and he yeah. you went can't do that no not yeah. a crowd <laughs> um let's my uh we talked let me, about let me go on to my number two because this is, okay do you want me to keep going no, we can we can keep going. Let's say, yeah, let's let's play it that way. So let's do your top three. You're gonna do a three All song. Right. What do you got? Number two, another crowd favorite. You got Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. Yes, and that's one. You see, there, there's almost like a a couple of classes of karaoke one you get up there and you do the heavy lifting that's one you can kind of take a back seat and just let the that's what i'm saying do what they do because everybody knows that one exactly exactly nobody's gonna i don't have much to say about that that song speaks for itself one of the greatest one of the greatest or one of my favorite country songs of all time i got i got the chance to see garth a couple years ago and he literally stands at the front of the stage. And keep in mind, one of the most polarizing concerts I've ever been to, he stands at the front of the stage and plays the first three strings of that and just stands there and he puts his hands back down and the crowd goes absolutely apeshit. And yeah. then he just and then he just walks around and he pumps the crowd up and then he goes into it. Dude, it is unbelievable. And I do the same thing when I'm at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I, I mean, again, that that's one you really don't have to do much with. Garth knows. And who are we to uh, try to insert ourselves? Just just let, let the crowd do what it does. Exactly. Number three. Number three. This is towards the end of the night. Sending everybody home. 
You go with Closing Time by Semisonic. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, you if you're going to do that, you better be closing the house. Like, they better be packing up. It better be two ways. I mean, I, like, I have – I got a list. But if I'm going one, two, and this is my closing song – You can – you can sing that whole song. Yeah. I'm not doubting you. I'm just saying I don't know all the words. I'm not that. Yeah. I know I, it kind of as the novelty, like, oh, yeah, the bar is closing. Yeah. I, unless unless we're going for just a, a drunk sing-along that I'm not going to be able to carry the tune, but <laughs> I'm relying on the bar. Don't Stop Believing always plays. Ugh. This I is this is one that I I don't dislike this song, but this is one that gets overplayed. It, like every single Detroit sporting event that you go to, this song will be played. Guaranteed. Mm. Yeah, I can see it mentions that. Detroit. Yeah, th- that makes sense for and you. It's taken on a life of its own. It's gotten way out of hand, and. Anybody listening that's in the Detroit area that's going to be at Detroit sporting events, if and when we ever get to do that again, just boo it. Boo it. Because that's the way it's going to stop. Again, good song. I'm sorry to have to bury it like this, but enough is enough. I'm sick of Don't Stop Believing. We have different views on that song. I have a, I have a list of plenty more that I can get into that you'll enjoy or you'll be caught off guard. So why don't you just give me your next two so I can shit all over those? All right. Um, let me find some songs that you cannot shit all over then. Um, I've got two hitters from Bill Withers. Ain't No Sunshine and Lean On Me. Bangers. If that you is go great. there and sing those, I feel like, I mean, it's a tough task. Bill's got a great voice. But if you can hit the notes, people are going to love that. And they're going to know it. Um, another one kind of goes along with the Sinatra vibe. Bobby Darren's Beyond the Sea. I love that song. And being able to sing it karaoke, I think, would be. I don't know if I know that song. Sure you do. You going to play it for me? Somewhere beyond the sea, somewhere waiting for me. My lover stands on golden sands and watches the ships that go sailing. You've heard it. I've never heard that in my life until this exact Oh, you've heard it. The uh, back to, to back to Bill Withers. I in the in the rare occasion that we're like at a bonfire or something like that. And the cliche moment of me getting my guitar out once every like four months, those are two that I gravitate to almost immediately. And it's always, always a crowd favorite. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's I'm, I'm, I'm with you on, on the bill withers. I'll, I'll do my homework and I'll listen to that other one, but I'm unfamiliar. How about uh, how about this one for you? This is one, so you know we're we're huge rock band fans in this house, and we have a strong set list. Everybody takes turns playing their own instruments and singing, but anytime 
I have the mic. One of the first songs I pick is Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. Do you know that song? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't say that's a surprise coming from you, actually. No! <laughs> I mean, it's just such a good song. I'm not hating. All right. Would I sing it at karaoke? No, but I don't think I could do it justice. What's the most, what's the most, that might be, as I'm looking at that, this, that's probably the most obscure one I have on my list. What's the most obscure one that you have? Um, well, um, obscure, I would say the most obscure song on my list would have to be, uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot of obscure thing. I think um, there's two that come to mind, I guess. I have Stuff You Gotta Watch by The Band. I don't think a lot of people have heard that. And nope. um, Jackie and Wilson by Hozier. Mostly because I can't sing anything else by him, and that's the one that I feel like I could almost sort of do. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think those those two. That's your shit, huh? What kind of obscure shit do you have on your list? As I'm as I'm looking at my list, like I tried to pick things that people would know and not just pick a bunch of random shit. And I'm looking yeah. on here and a lot of it's country, and I feel like country gets a lot of like it gets a ton of bad rap of just being redneck and not a lot of people like country. But the more that you sit and like listen to people sing karaoke, I would venture to say that 65% of it is country songs. Agree or disagree? That's interesting. Well, I think it depends on where you are, obviously. Yeah, so, that's also true. But like in the I Metro Detroit area, I don't think it's sixty-five percent. But you're you're not wrong in saying it's more than people think. Yeah, like, but, and, I, and I think part of that is karaoke lends itself to kind of simpler songs, um, you know, that are easy to sing along to, and that yeah, kind of fits the, the vibe. And like call and response songs. I feel like there's a ton of country songs that are call exactly. and response. Exactly. Uh, staying on that topic, Family Tradition is one of mine by Hank yes. Williams Jr. Yes. Dude, that um, that came on when I was in New Orleans. I went to a uh, – have you ever been to a dueling pianos bar? I think we went to one in Nashville. Yeah, I have been. So I went to one in yeah. New Orleans, and they played that, and it was so much wow. That was so much fun. That is sick. I love, I just love, I especially when you're the one, like it doesn't matter anytime that song plays singing that and then doing the fill in words in between is fun. But when you're the dude up there rocking the fucking mic and everyone just starts singing back to you, you feel like King shit. I love it. Why do you drink? To get drunk. (laughs) Cheers. Um, not country, but I think it would play. Credence Clearwater Revival. Oh, yeah. A big old set of them. Um, like Bad Moon Rising. Cotton Fields might be one of their more lesser known songs, but I would I would kill that one. Uh, Green River. Looking out my back door would be so much fun. 
yeah, I could do a lot of CCR, and I think people would love that. Uh, have you ever seen the rain? Uh, yeah, and then exactly, you could get a little softer. Like you could do. Have you seen the rain? Long as I can see the light, and who will stop the rain as a three-song set, and that would be sick. Yeah, very yeah. much so. This is really making me want to do karaoke. I know. I know. <laughs> we might be able to do some virtual karaoke or something in the meantime. We should. How do you uh, feel about Hall and Oates? I love Hall and Oates. You like Rich Girl? I was going to say, Rich Girl would be the one that I know <laughs> the best and could do karaoke. I fucking love that song. And I have. I have. I don't know how this story is about to translate, so I apologize. But like, I have. That's all right. I'll probably cut it out. I ha- yeah, you can. I have a memory ingrained in my head it from college. We're at trivia. So it wasn't even it wasn't even karaoke, but this guy is at the bar who had just gotten off work and he's just like you can just see him just banging away on the touch tunes, like playing song after song after song after song, like while we're in the middle of doing trivia. This and is a guy he, you know or somebody random? This was some random guy. He uh, was like a he was Huh? He just walked in. Yeah, he was a townie. Like he was doing like they were doing construction right around the corner. So him and a couple other dudes would be in there like every day. And we'd always see him on Wednesdays when we go do trivia. And he's like he's playing all of these songs that like within the same theme. And he plays like four Hall and Oates songs in a row. And then he plays the fifth one and he plays Rich Girl and he turns to the whole bar and he goes Hall and Oates again, motherfucker, who played this shit? And every time I hear that song, I fucking think of that moment. <laughs> and it's like, bro, we know you've been playing this shit the whole time. You ain't fooling anybody. Dude, he he spent how much money to set up that joke? I mean, no joke. Did he it? had played it for, like, it had to have been – four or five, five to six songs in a row, but he was on like, he was on that wave for an hour. Did it get a laugh? It was incredible. Did it get a laugh? No, because everybody was like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? But I was across from me because he was like, dude, he was like far away from us. And like everyone's playing trivia, so they're like paying attention to what's going on. But... Like me and Fish were two of the only people that heard it, and me and Fish just started dying laughing. Oh man! Oh yeah. Uh, What else do I have here? Um, Sitting on the dock of the bay, Otis Redding. That is good. You could fade out with the little whistle. Awesome. Um, got any more oldies like that? What? You got any more oldies like that? Oh, I got a lot of oldies. You know me. I, I skew into the older stuff. Brown-Eyed Girl, Van Morrison. Mm-hmm. You got uh, any Sam Cooke on there? Yes. Um, what could I do from Sam Cooke? I mean, I don't have anything on this list right now, but... Uh, I didn't either. But that just came in my head. I would definitely sing. I I would probably sing. I could do. What? I could do Chain Gang. That's that would be your first one? I think so, yeah. That's more in my range. 
I'm I'm gonna go with bring it on home to me. Yeah, see, you're gonna kill it. I, I don't. I'm not that confident. Right out the gate, dude. What a fucking banger of a song. Um, my girl, the way you do the things you do by the Temptations. Um, uh, free falling, Tom Petty, great. The Joker, Steve Miller. I did that at the uh, bowling alley in Bluffton to rave reviews once. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Old school, old school. The boys are back in town. Thin Lizzy. Wow. That's, Thin Lizzy. That's not really like a, a great song. It's just kind of like a feel good moment. You know, you put yeah. it on, the boys are back in town. You know, you know, feel it. Um, what a wonderful world. Louis Armstrong. Oh, I mean, on stage I right? see trees of green yeah and you could do the voice that would that would kill <laughs> that song that song reminds me of preschool my teacher used to play that once a week and I never forgot it in elementary school every assembly that we had we would listen to uh, as as the different grades were walking in all the classes um every single time in the background would be uh celebrate good times come on come on now i just can't really listen to that now you hate it <laughs> it's one of those i've just heard it too much hey um, i got a sleeper for you i got a sleeper for you hit me hit me if you remember this just a friend biz Marquis. yes I know every word to that song. Yeah, see, that's one that you can impress people because most people only know the chorus. Yeah, but the verses really aren't that difficult. No, I mean he he breaks them down. You ever met the girl that you tried to date, but a year to make love, she wanted you to wait. Let me tell your story of my situation. I was talking to this girl from the U.S. nation. The way that I met her was on tour at a concert. She had long hair and a short mini skirt. I just got off stage dripping, pouring with sweat. She was walking through the crowd and guessing what I met. Hey. Yeah, that's a great story. I've every word to that since I was a freshman in high school. Wow. Shout out Tyler Eaton. <laughs> um... What else do I have here? Ain't that a kick in the head, Dean Martin? <clears throat> Bryce yeah. loves Dean Martin. That's uh, that's about all the old school stuff that I have. Um, I do have a couple country songs on here, but they're both by Tyler Childers. Uh, Let me guess them. Okay. Feathered Indians. No. Lady May. No. All Yorn. Yep, that's one. Um, what album was it on? Same album. Wow. The name of the album, Country Squire. Really? Yeah. I would You could have let me guess it a thousand times, and I wouldn't have got that one. I like singing that song. I don't know if it would really play in a karaoke setting, but um, I think all Yorn would. I'm not sure if Country Squire would. I think all Yorn would for sure. What else do I have for country? 
Yeah, what kind of country jams you got? Um, man, the first time I ever sang karaoke, at least to my um, memory, I sang Beer for My Horses at the Brookville VFW with Tyler Tencher. And that will... Huh? Wow. Yeah. And Bryce, Bryce, actually, Bryce had to have been, Jesus, Bryce was maybe like five at the time. I wasn't very old. I was like 10 or 11. And I remember Bryce ran up like while we were singing and just chimed in and everybody loved it. And Bryce used to kind of have like a little bit of speech impediment when he was a kid. So it was bad for my horses. Oh man, we'll have to have him on so he can uh, reenact that. I told, dude, I literally, t- I was, t- I was on the phone with him before we started this, and I was telling him like what we were doing, and I didn't even say that beer for my horses was on there. I just told him we were going to be doing karaoke, and he literally just goes, "Beer for my horses." <laughs> oh man! Okay. Two more country songs for you, uh, Zach Brown Band. You want to guess those? Uh, chicken fried. Yep. And toes. Nope. Wow. Homegrown? Nope. What is it? Knee deep. Oh. Knee deep in a water somewhere. Absolutely. Jimmy Buffett in there. Oh, we're doing Jimmy Buffett, Margaritaville. Obviously. You could sing that. To be honest. Fuck you, Jimmy Buffett. Why? Yeah, I I cannot do it. I don't like I understand like it's it's good vibes, it's fine. But the way that people like lose their fucking mind for their like his shows. Oh yeah. Like come on. He's definitely become a cult figure for really no reason. I'll agree with you there. And and I'm sure like the the concerts are and everyone's like you got to go see him live. You got to go see him live. The only reason that seeing him live is so much fun is because everyone gets shit can before and it just, it, it dilutes the fact that you're on AstroTurf or you're in the middle of a field. You're not on the, like if, if I saw Jimmy Buffett on the beach and (laughs) like, maybe I'd, maybe I'd change my mind. But all those people that like, like, chum themselves over Jimmy Buffett, get out of my fucking face! Damn, all of our parent listeners are quickly yeah. turning. All seven of our listeners just fucking left. Oh no! All right, well, let's keep it moving without him. Uh, <laughs> I don't like the words of this song when I listen to it. It it's creepy as hell. But I love singing it. The The tune to it and the melody is awesome. Follow Me by Uncle Cracker. Yeah. That's such a fun sing-along, but the actual lyrics are not good, man. Not good. Uh-uh. Dude, it's Uncle Cracker. Yeah. What do you expect? That is true. You, you got it. Um, speaking of not very wholesome lyrics, Cocaine Blues by Johnny Cash would be Great. a lot of fun. And if 
you get a couple of old dudes in there who know the words, I feel like that could be a rip roaring good time. Same with Folsom Prison Blues. Yeah. I mean, Ash, man. Johnny plays. Um, I think I put Cocaine Blues in there, though, because I know it better. That's why yeah. I could nail Cocaine Blues. I know all the words. making the rounds. I took a shot of cocaine and I shot my woman down. I went right home and I went to bed. I stuck at 11.44. Got up the next morning and I grabbed that gun. Took a shot of cocaine and away I run. Made a good run, but I run too slow. They overtook me down in Morris, Mexico. Yeah, dude. That's a great one. How about uh, if we're sticking on... All right. I got a couple rap ones for you. These are just all words that I pretty much two uh two of them I would never sing in karaoke. One because it's extremely problematic. <laughs> but uh Cole 45 is a crowd pleaser. That's one you wouldn't? Uh no, I would. Yeah. Anybody I, I would absolutely do that one. What's the one you can't? I love Cole 45, by the way. That's I know. It's a great pick. We, there's a, we did that. This was, so this summer we had a party at my parents' house for Bryce's birthday. Bunch of my friends, bunch of Bryce's friends had to have been at one point at this point, there was probably 75 people there and Bad. 50 of them are like packed in my parents' garage. Bad. Uh, CDC, if you're listening, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but somebody puts on Cole 45 and I was just making fun of like all of my brother's friends for like dancing on the table and shit. I wasn't making fun of him, but I was just, I was talking to my parents and I was like, look at how crazy this is right now. And they're like, they're having fun. And I was like, yeah, I know it like, it looks fun. I was just like, I can't believe this is happening. And then somebody cuts on Colt 45 and I like sprinted into the garage and I'm up on a chair rapping every single lyric to it and my mom came in and she was like weren't you just making fun of them for doing the same thing i was like yeah but like afro man's on i'm so glad your mother called you out on that dude my mom is down my mom's cool as fuck so is my dad though no i know she is but i'm a little disappointed in you for judging people for doing the same i wasn't judging i was saying like look how crazy this is right now I I chose my words poorly to begin with. All right. So, second one is "Real Slim Shady." I know every word of that song. Wow. Y'all act like you never seen a white person before. Jaws on the floor like Pam, like Tommy just burst through the door, started whooping her ass. Where's the forty? Where first was the fourth thrown over furniture? Ah! Is that return of the not way? No way! You're kidding. He didn't just say what I think he did, did he? But Dr. Dre said nothing, you idiots. Dr. Dre's dead. He's locked in my basement. All right. You do know that one. I do. And uh, the last one, which I would never, ever sing this live, or live, karaoke, is Ransom by Lil Wayne and Drake. (laughs) I know every word of that song, too. Yeah. Probably for the best. But man, that is a that is a heater. 
Um, I didn't have much rap on here. I mean, that's surprising because I thought you were gonna carry me. No, see, I think part of it is like rap is just not. I don't know when when I do karaoke, I want to sing. I don't want to just yeah. do the words. So it just makes it more fun. Like there are plenty of rap songs that I would do, but the only one actually, now that I'm looking at this list, the only one I have on here is big pimpin is what big pimpin. Oh, wow. Spending cheese. I love, I love pimp C's verse on that so much. I thought you said big spender. No, I haven't heard that song in forever. <clears throat> Pretty motherfucker with the mouse bird. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have much rap. I do have some R and B, so I've got Power Trip, J Cole and Miguel. That's, I mean, J Cole. Mm. Great song. Um, ooh, I'm sprung. T Pain. Wow. Yes. It's the first T Pain song I ever heard. I have a memory of that song. All of my friends had iPods when I was growing up. I had the little like Target MP3 players. Same. And I remember anytime I had it or anytime like one of my friends like had their iPods out, I would look at it and I would like try and find T-Pain songs and see if they had I'm Sprung on there. And they never did. Nobody else is listening to T-Pain. Oh. Fucking hoes. Um... Pulling me back, Chingy and Tyrese. Every time I try to leave. Yeah. Dude, let's go. It wasn't I love me. that. Shaggy. Which that one? one? It wasn't me by Shaggy. Of course. Of course. I can't believe that made a Super Bowl commercial this year. That was one of the best Super Bowl commercials. It was. It was really good, honestly. I think. Everybody can get away with that one because nobody knows the fucking words to Shaggy's verse. So you just <laughs> and you make your way through it. Are we staying on the R and B train for a while? Because I can start. I I mean I can rattle some here. How about uh, Love on the Brain, Rihanna? You're gonna sing that? If I go up there and hit the high notes, will you? I don't know. Try to try to one up me somehow. What what can you what can you bring? Oh man. You can't play it. We're going to get in trouble. <laughs> no, not that many people. Not enough people listen to this for us to get in trouble for that. I could do genuine. I could do any genuine song that anybody wants. You want genuine? Come get it from the boy right here. All right. Genuine supplier. That's how I'm one up in you. Not because it's harder to sing, but. Okay. Okay. Genuine is a panty dropper, from what I've heard. Well, yeah, but I mean, if I get up there and sing Rihanna, that Rihanna song, I don't. Do think... You want me to sing Beyonce? Yeah, please. What do you got from Beyonce? Um, gonna sing any Beyonce? <clears throat> I mean, we can start. We can start with like Halo. You're not gonna sing Halo. Remember those walls I built. Baby, they're tumbling down. We got Crazy in Love. Crazy in Love goes hard. 
God, you're going to tear down the fucking bar if you do this. Yeah. All right. Okay, ladies, now let's get in formation. Don't let me play anything from Lemonade. Or I'm leaving with a record deal. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just saying. I, you're, I'm not saying you're wrong. You, out of the two of us, you are most definitely the more talented singer. We need to get my homie Carl on because Carl's got some pipes and he's a trained professional. Yeah, he was on like – he did a play recently, didn't he? He's done a couple of plays. He's had some concerts where he's had solos. He does work. He knows what he's doing. It's hard to get in here and drop a a quick few bars for us. Actually, dude, actually, this is so perfect. If Carl was to sing one song at karaoke, I think it would be Let Me Love You by Mario. And he kills that song. Wow. It's, it's, I have to sing that or I have to see that. It's special. That's incredible. I'm going to contact him because, yeah, I'm telling you, he knocks it out the park. Dude, that's amazing. I got to get up there soon, too, anyways. And hopefully, you do. Hopefully, uh, they just lifted our curfew in Ohio. Did you hear that? Woo! So we're we're on the way. Not that you can go anywhere because it's fucking snowing. Yeah, I've been snowed in for two days and I'm fucking sick of it. Yeah, we just got lunch last night, but uh, hopefully it's the last round. You know, I'm hoping so too. Mid February, we should be moving past. I agree. Um, I just got a couple more. Uh, Good. Run around Sue with Dion. I think that's I, a good one. I haven't heard that in forever. Hey, hey. Story. And that's one you could do with a group of people. Like, uh, actually, a few of us did that for the talent show our senior year. That was fun. Dude. Speaking <laughs> of talent shows, this is one that I, I lost in the list in here. This is fucking crazy. This is funny. I don't remember me. I don't think I sang this. But it was from like I was like set like six or seven. I was young. But I remember somebody saying this at a talent show that I was at. They sang Country Grammar by Nelly. And I used to know every word to that song. <laughs> That's an interesting one. But it go like it, you think about everybody that you're in a bar with would know that song. Because it's from the two thousands. So you were either like, even if it's older, like older folks, like in their forties. They were our age when that song came out. Yeah. And people now, like, that's a that's a staple in your childhood, as far as rap goes. I guess, yeah. Nelly does have a lot of hits. If I was to go with one, it'd be Forces, though. Yeah, I mean, I would go Grills. Ooh. Do you play Grills? Yeah. My teeth are mind-blowing, giving everybody chills. Call me George Foreman because I'm selling everybody Grills. God, if I was that smart all the time that I could just rattle off like common knowledge facts, facts? people yeah. would think I was a genius. Except, except it's, it's song lyrics and dumb movie quotes. Hey, but that's the power of music, though. Facts. You are right. So much more memorable. You are right. And sometimes they're not even like, they're not even great songs. You just associate it with a movie. No. 
No, dude. You know how many times you'll be listening to the radio and like something will come on that hasn't, you know, like songs that were on the radio 20 years ago when I wasn't even listening yeah. to like when you were in high school, you wouldn't even really listen to the radio, but those songs would come on and you know them. And yeah. now if they come on, you know them, even though you never yeah. really liked that song or even listened to it. Damn. Damn time. You know most of the words. Exactly. That is the power of music. <clears throat> what's your uh what's your go-to method when a song gets stuck in your head? What do you mean by method? Like, do you just keep singing it all day? Oh yeah. Like, do you listen to it on repeat or, or what do you do? Let's table this. Let's, let's do a show about this. Okay. We can get into this. So let's, let's, uh, let's put that off for a later time. Okay. Fair point. Continue with your story. I only have a couple more as well. Or not story, but your list. Yeah. I have two more. Give me one reason. Tracy Chapman. Mm. Mm. We were just listening. Actually, to while I'm thinking about it in that same vein, um shit who's the <clears throat> what are you looking for ode to billy joe bobby gentry you heard that no you heard that man look, look that up everybody if you ode, haven't heard that song ode to billy joel ode to billy joe billy joe gentry bobby yeah. that is an amazing song all right. Last one, the one to close it down. December 1963. Oh, what a night. What a night for Frankie Valley and all four seasons. All four of them. Right now we're getting one in a heavy dose, but we like all four seasons. Yes, we do. I prefer two of them more than the others. But which two? Mm, I think. All right. Let me preface See, this. This when it comes down to it, everybody doesn't like winter, and everybody loves summer, right? So you're right. either a spring person or you're a fall person. Yeah. So I was going to preface this by saying, I, I enjoy summer and i enjoy fall the most but i think people choose spring and summer more because in spring you're coming straight out of winter time and your expectations are so high and like you can finally go outside again so your serotonin levels are, are super high but in the grand scheme of things spring is like it's like a a, a hot fall <laughs> It's always raining. I mean, we get we get baseball, but the grass is still growing. The trees are still blooming. But, man, shit is beautiful in the summer. The days are long. The grass is luscious. The vibes are high. And then in, in, in the fall, the, the leaves are changing. And you got a little brisk, you know, chill in the air. Shorts and hoodie weather is fucking elite. And do that in the spring, though, brother. But football's back. <laughs> football's That's back. Danger, like a, a a a morning beer in the fall 
before a football game, there are a few things that hit better than that. You're not going to hear it in, our, in an argument from me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You agree? But here's the thing. If you watch football like I do, then you can watch games during the morning all the time. Like, they're playing in England. They're playing football. Oh, yeah. You're a big footy weekend. guy. You it's, do. So I can ha- wake up and have a beer on the weekend anytime I want because their season's much year-round. There so is that feeling, watch soccer. That's the moral of the story. Bada-bing. Mm, yeah, there's my uh, my rotating – or my continuous memories of you in college – like coming and visiting me in Cincinnati is you being up at 7 a.m. on the couch watching <laughs> Bundesliga or some shit. No, it's only the English Premier League, really. For oh, me. You're, you're watching EPL. Mm-hmm. Anybody that knows me, if I've come to visit you, you you know that to be fact. I'm up. Yep. Maybe not always at 7, but I'll, I'll wake up for the 9 o'clock games, for the 10 o'clock games. It is. It's a redeeming quality of you. You don't care what anybody else thinks. Nah, fuck that. Um, I love what you. What songs do you have? Huh? What are the songs do you have? I had. Um, well, I mean, if anybody knows me, they know I love Matchbox Twenty. These were the first two that that uh, popped off my head. I went with Unwell, and I went with Three A.M. Yeah, those teasers. Yeah, and you know the you know the boy loves MB twenty. Yeah, that's been well documented, and I that, think those those like you say those are crowd pleasers. Yep, sing those back to back, people will be happy to leave the bar. And everybody, and that's what I'm saying. And everybody wants to everybody wants to fuck around. And when I say shit about Matchbox Twenty and how I love them, everybody wants to look at me like, dude, you are a nerd, like. You don't like good music. All right. I'm going to look you dead in the fucking face and I'm standing there with the mic singing 3 a.m. And if your lips move a goddamn centimeter, I'm dropping the mic. I'm grabbing you by the shirt, bringing you over, and I'm going to ask the DJ for another mic and you're going to sing with me because I know you like that song. (laughs) You can't hide. That's what I'm saying, dude. And it's okay to like that. We're adults now. We should do – that's another show idea. We should do that. It's okay to like this. Like all the songs that people don't feel right about. We've had that conversation with about a few artists. Yeah. And I think that's a good show idea as well. Yeah, so, especially me. an artist that it's okay to like. Hall & Oates might be one. Hall & Oates might be on that like this shit. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, dude. And I, you know I'm well documented. That's the one thing that I've had full confidence in my whole life. That I've never wavered from. I listen to what the fuck I want to listen to when I want to listen to it. And if somebody makes fun of me for it, bye. 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 I will listen to what I want to listen to because I know, I know you know it's a good song, but everyone just told you not. Everyone just told you that it was corny. Well, guess what? You're going to go listen to it when no one else is around. So what's the difference? I'm just going to listen to it when everybody else is around. 
It's like uh, DMX said, fuck what you heard, it's what you're hearing. Yeah. I know all the words of that song, too. <laughs> Sing that at karaoke, see what happens. Wait for you to get it on your own man. and deliver to you. Oh, man. Some DMX. What's yeah. the... What's the best one though from DMX that could be sang, song or karaoke? Um, probably party up. Yeah, 100%. You agree? 100%. Everybody knows that one. That song reminds me of uh, damn, like Mike. Remember that when he's in the back seat? Yeah, dude, absolutely. <laughs> what a movie. That low key had it. Yeah. Yeah. With the shovel. What? What? (laughs) He starts barking. Meet me outside. Yeah. Then he rolls into the, he rolls into the CVS after he rolls into wherever the hell he was after he took sleeping pills instead of his allergy (laughs) medicine. And he's like, meet me outside. He's just (laughs) singing it. He's like falling asleep at the wheel. That's what he's doing. He's driving after he took the allergy medicine. (laughs) Or he took the sleeping medicine instead of the allergy medicine, and he keeps singing the song after it's over. <laughs> Poor Calvin Cambridge. All right, so whatever it is you puffing on that got you thinking that you're Superman, I got the kryptonite. I'll stab you with my dick in the mic. <laughs> we'll end on that one, huh? On that yeah. note, we should we should call it a night. Yes, we should. This was super fun. I had a blast. I hope everybody else did too. Hit us with your favorite karaoke jams at Broken Rex Pod. And we'll see you next week. See ya. Broken record, broken record.